everyone, welcome back to the Shine a Light On series. Today we will be shining a light on sustainable self-growth with Harshini. Welcome Harshini. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good, good. Very, very excited to be chatting with you about this today. I think especially students, but humans in general don't talk about this topic enough. So happy you're here. Just to start it all off, do you mind giving us a brief introduction to who you are? Absolutely. So yeah, I'm Harshini. I use she, her pronouns, and I am a undergrad student uh, studying aerospace engineering at Georgia Tech. So I will actually be graduating this semester. So almost done. Uh, And, you know, while I've been here on campus, I have had the amazing opportunity to work with a lot of different groups, both on campus and nationally. I have a part-time job where I help people laser cut and 3D print things at a makerspace here on campus. And I work with my department's student advisory council, as well as my local chapter and the National Board of Women in Aeronautics Astronautics, which is a great group dedicated to empowering and supporting women, gender minorities, and allies. And that's something that I'm really passionate about. And you know, after I graduate, I'm off to Washington, D.C. I'll be working for Boeing there. So, so cool. And I, I love that you're on board of all of these things that empower individuals in general, but especially women and women in, in STEM. So very, very cool. Thank you for sharing all that. And congrats on graduating. Congrats on Boeing. So let, let's dive in. Let's dive into this conversation. As we both know, growth in general can mean a lot of things. And growth is a tricky subject because it can be subjective, right? Like it depends on the person. Growth to you may mean something different than what it means to me, right? How would you define self-growth? Yeah. So I think self-growth to me really means working towards a better me every day. And, you know, maybe that's not, you know, working out every day or, you know, stop eating cupcakes and get on a diet or whatever, but just every single day, making it feel like you have accomplished the bigger goals that you have. You know, everybody has certain ambitions, certain things that they want to achieve. And I always encourage, you know, taking some time to, to really do some goal setting and think about, you know, what are the things that I really want to accomplish? And I always make sure not to relate those to any specific status or position or career or anything like that, just goals about who you want to be as a person. And self-growth to me really means working towards those every single day. So taking each day as it comes, working through the hurdles that we all experience, but at the end of the day, focusing on that better you. Ooh, I like this a lot. I like this a lot. Have you heard the phrase of sort of the only person you should compete with is your past self? Yes. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's the perfect way to describe healthy competition. I'm a big, you know, proponent of it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. And especially in high stress environments, high school, college, even the workplace, it's really easy to get caught up in, oh, that person's doing so and so and I'll never be as good as them. And, and then that I think really just leads to a lot of feelings of inadequacy, imposter syndrome, I know I've certainly been there and taking the time to just focus on, hey, I'm doing better than I was yesterday or I'm doing better than I was six months ago, I think is a really positive outlook. I definitely agree. To this day, and I think probably for the rest of my life, I compare myself with others. And I think social media makes that inevitable, to be honest. But I definitely agree. If I think, okay, who am I today? Who was I yesterday? Am I growing? Am I improving? That's that's helpful. And that's enough. So I'm glad you brought that up. So you mentioned goals earlier, which I, I love. I love talking about goals. I think if you don't have any goals, then then what are you striving toward? And I think that goals, the way that you described it, is so meaningful to your life, right? Like it's like, these are goals to make me a better person every day. So how do you sort of like take these high level massive goals and chunk it out day by day so you can define success or measure success daily? Is this possible? 
Yeah, absolutely. So I think the most important thing is first being intentional with your time. It's so easy to get sucked up into so many different things that take up all your time. You know, we've got school, work, clubs, activities, whatever. And it's really easy to just kind of want to throw yourself into everything. But taking the time to step back and really think about whether or not what you're doing or what you're joining lines up with those goals can help you be intentional about your time. I think once you've kind of broken that up and picked the things that are best for you, you can break out that larger goal into smaller, maybe more focused goals regarding, you know, leadership development or teamwork or whatever it is that you feel like you need to focus focus on and whatever you feel like that organization or that group can specifically give you and what you can give them. Because I feel like if there's not a clear understanding of what you and that group can do for each other, there is a little bit of a waste of time there because you're not focusing on yourself and really growing. That definitely makes a lot of sense to center yourself in these goals, break it down so that it's it's doable and measurable. We haven't necessarily defined specific examples of goals, but I am curious because I think our society, a lot of the time measures success based on what you have achieved in terms of your career and like professional development. That's why when people update their job status or say like, oh, I got an offer from wherever on, on LinkedIn, for instance, we all come running to that post, right? Like it's like, oh my gosh, you, you did it. You made it. You made it to this place where we all strive to be. But I've always thought that was such a weird way to measure and define success or even growth. So I'm curious, from your, from your perspective, does self-growth always relate to your career? I honestly think it doesn't. I think some of the most important growth and, and the most important transformation that I've gone through in college has not been professional at all. Uh, and I totally relate to what you're saying about those LinkedIn posts. I know that that was, especially in my younger years of college, a huge source of imposter syndrome and inadequacy for me because I was like, how, how do I even get close to where they are? They're doing all these amazing things and I'm sitting here doing who knows what. But I think like one of the biggest goals that I have have had throughout college and probably will continue to have is just taking some time to to be with myself and relax. Especially when things are stressful, it is really easy to get caught up in work, 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 work. And that leads to burnout and it leads to just feelings of unhappiness. And so I've really started to hold myself more and more accountable for taking time for myself, taking time for people that I care about. And I think that's probably one of the ways that I've grown the most. It has nothing really to do with my career, but those more personal goals and that personal self-growth can certainly benefit your career. I know that being able to understand work-life balance, being able to understand my boundaries has certainly made me a better employee, somebody who can better advocate for what I'm looking for when it comes to job opportunities and just like finding a career in a position that really works for me. Definitely. And I feel like I have also realized this in the past few years that the most important times for growth or where you allow yourself to really grow is when you spend it on yourself, right? It's not really contributing to people around you necessarily, or you're not going to find this sort of like external validation and then grow from that. You need to, to bring it in, be aware, be self-aware. And, and that's how you can grow the fastest, I think. So I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up. So now that we sort of have a better idea of what self-growth means, I want to talk a little bit about how to make it sustainable. How can I make self-growth sustainable? Yeah, I think the first thing to kind of focus on is the whole goal and the whole idea of making your growth sustainable is the fact that it's it's a long-term thing. It's not something that's going to happen over maybe a couple months or a couple weeks or anything. This is this is your long-term goal for whatever it is you want to do. By making it sustainable, you are basically investing in your future self, right? So you're taking the time to realize, hey, if I do a little bit a day to work on whatever it is I want 
to work on now and just don't push myself too hard to the point where I'm going to burn out and give up, then in the future, I'll be at wherever it is that I want to be at. So I think a great example of that in my personal life is I'm a big fan of like kind of lifelong learning. I always want to learn new things. And something that I've been trying to, to get back on is, is learning Spanish because I, I took Spanish in high school and I was good at it then because obviously I took the classes and the tests, but it's kind of fallen off the wagon, so to speak, since then. And so I started off and I kind of was like, okay, I need to like get everything that I learned back. And that just led to me being really disinterested and not wanting to actually continue on with that task. But I downloaded an app that I felt would really work for me and I broke it down. So I said, you know what, maybe I can't do a long period of time, but I can do 10. And sometimes it feels like in our busy lives, we can't even give things 10 minutes, but I promise you'll find it at some point. There's always 10 minutes and just take that time to do something that will lead to me having this goal achieved in the future. So the goal is really just to be able to break things down into smaller chunks and by not pushing yourself and giving yourself a little bit of grace in a sense, like, you know, there are days you're going to fall off the wagon, days you're going to mess up, days you're not going to get to whatever you got to get to for whatever reason, you know, by allowing yourself to let that happen and for that to be okay, you're really, you know, leading to a sustainable place for your future. Well, that's a great answer. And I think a big theme here that we've been talking about are goals and goal setting in general and the importance of that in self-growth. So I'd love to hear from you. How do you go about creating goals? Like you just mentioned an example, right? With learning Spanish or relearning Spanish. So that's a good goal. I want to relearn Spanish. But how did you go about breaking that down to such a specific task to do daily? And how do you know that you achieved the final goal? Yeah, I think it really depends. In the case that I just mentioned, it's a little bit easier because of the technology that we have available. So it's very easy for me to like clock in my 10 minutes on the app and the app will tell me like what percent of the lesson I've finished and things like that. So it's a very numerical, I'm an engineer, very numerical facts-based approach to that part. But some things are, are a lot harder to quantify in that matter. And so maybe that's where you bring somebody you trust, a friend, a family member or something like that to help you stay accountable for whatever it is you're doing. If there's not a specific quantifiable task, tell a friend, be like, hey, I am planning on doing XYZ and I want to achieve this little bit every day. And I want you to, at least for the first few weeks while I'm getting a hold of it, I think it takes around a month or so for a habit to fully set in. I don't know that exact time frame, but for however long that is, remind me every day. Just be like, hey, did you do so-and-so? Is it done? And I think a lot of times it's really hard when we're the only person accountable for a lot of things because it's easy to slip through the cracks if we don't feel fully invested in it. Part of that obviously is picking things that you are truly invested in because you'll want to continue to do it. But even outside of that, you could be invested in something and just not have the time, the energy, whatever it is for that. So in that case, kind of that outside accountability could be really helpful. I love accountability. I'm not sure if you've heard of smart goals or like smart goal setting. It's great. And it doesn't have the word accountable in it. But I was thinking about this the other day that it should because I feel like I set a goal, for instance, for myself to finish four of my hydro flasks every day. Drink a lot of water. But if I don't do it, only I know that I did not do it. So I love that you mentioned accountability. I think that's a great point. I do want to circle back on this idea of resolutions and people often not having the discipline to keep it sustained. So I want to chat with you about the inevitability of someone not being disciplined enough to actually meet their goal every day. How do I like hop back on the horse? What, what would you suggest if I have sort of lost it a little bit and I, I need that motivation to get back up? Because I think that can be even harder than um, initially starting off going towards a goal because that's when you're like super excited. If you lose motivation, how do, how do you get it back? 
Yeah, absolutely. That's certainly a big, big hurdle that, that I know I've faced and is definitely very common, as you said. And I think the first thing is to remind yourself when you start and every single day that it's okay, like it's not going to be perfect. I think a lot of time, especially with New Year's resolutions, people think, oh, I'm going to do this this year, and it's going to go amazing. And it's it's going to happen, right? There's going to be no pitfalls to this whatsoever. But telling yourself, hey, if it doesn't happen someday, like it is not the end of the world, like that is not any reason to to fall off the wagon, so to speak, like tomorrow is a new day, we try again. So starting off with that certainly helps with that mindset. But I feel like if you're in a place where you've lost the motivation or something like that, the first thing that I would say is just sit down and do a little bit of introspection and, and think about why you chose this goal in the first place. Does this goal still align with what you see and for yourself? Does this still make sense for what you want? There was clearly a reason that you chose the goal that you chose. And if you can't find that reason anymore, maybe it's time to switch that. At that point, you can come to a crossroads of either tweaking, adding, changing, whatever that goal would be to better align with what you're looking for, or hopefully reminding yourself why you're doing this in the first place will allow you to get back on that horse, so to speak. There's not one way to achieve any goal. It's about finding the way that works for you. I know for me, a big goal of mine is to get my exercise in, especially with quarantine going on. You know, I'm like, I'm not walking around very much like I need to get my workouts in. I was like, all right, I'm going to do 30 minutes a day and this is going to be fine. I realized the reason that I wasn't having any fun with the process or just dreading having to work out every morning is because I I just don't really like the traditional YouTube video workouts or the treadmill running or anything like that. And what I did realize was that since I used to dance for a period of time, like dance cardio workouts helped me actually get my workout in because I didn't actually feel like I was working out. I felt like I was dancing again which is something that I really loved. And so still getting my workout in, but it doesn't have to be in the way that everybody says it does, you know, find what works for you and you know tweak that throughout your process. I first of all, love dance workouts as well. And second, love that answer. I think I needed to hear that. And being demotivated, I like that you mentioned, first of all, that it's it's normal. It's normal to sort of lose track. But the most important thing is, is how you how you respond. And I do love this idea too of trying something new toward the same goal, because I think people are a little hard on themselves of, okay, now I need to keep doing this thing. And oftentimes, if you return to something after being demotivated from doing it, you're probably going to be even less passionate about it than you were in the first place. And you will probably fall off the horse faster than you did the first time around. Very, very good advice. And at this point, do you have any last words of wisdom for people who are trying to grow in the midst of the chaos that is today's world? Certainly, we've been through a lot these past few <laughs> few weeks in this year and the previous ones. I think the most important thing that I would say is just to give yourselves a little bit more grace in this time. It can seem really difficult, especially as you mentioned earlier with social media, to feel like, oh my God, I'm like sitting at home watching TV in quarantine and like somebody went out and started a business, right? Like, uh, what am I doing with my life? Instead, realizing that, you know, you don't have to be more productive because you're stuck at home. Some days, the best thing that I did, my biggest victory was the fact that I woke up before noon and that was just my day because I, I wasn't feeling it that day, right? And that was definitely something that was really hard for me to process at first as somebody who was always on. You know, when when school was on and things were normal in in early 2020, I was always doing something. I was always on seeing people. And then when that completely shut down, I kind of didn't know what to do with myself for a little bit. And 
I didn't give myself very much grace. I was like, you're not performing to the level that you're typically used to. Like, what's going on? And it took me a while to realize, well, because everything in the world is going to chaos. That's what's going on. (laughs) Right. acknowledging the fact that like the world is changing, we're changing. It's a stressful, difficult time right now. And it has been for a while and prolonged stresses is never easy on anyone. Giving yourself some time, like giving yourself some grace, like celebrating the small wins that you're going through right now. So, you know, when hopefully sooner rather than later, we do start to return to a normal, you're at your best self and ready to do all of those things that you've been hoping to do. I love that. Thank you so much for joining us, Harshini. It was great chatting with you. Thank you for having me. Of course. And to anyone tuning in, thank you for joining us. As always, at Opal, we shine brighter together. And we'll see you next time. Bye.